I am the revolutionary Darius Lockhart, and this is the Jobber Tears Podcast. Remember to keep listening and be a revolutionary. Oh, it never gets old. I hope it doesn't. We got to do a remix sooner or later. Jobber Nation, welcome to episode 10,956 of Quarantine with Jobber Tears Podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sarah Wilkins and Mr. Black. Um, Gentlemen, how are you doing? Let's go deep before we, you know, dig into the wonderful world of what's going on in, in the world outside of, you know, our walls. Um, what's going on? What's new? What have you been watching? What's this week's weekly update with you guys? Um, don't go all at once. No, have been watching. Nah, that it's, been a, it's, it's been a good week. It's so we're gonna week. act. Um, so we're gonna act like we're not gonna talk about insecure. Oh. <laughs> so we. Oh man, let's start so, off with that. So we're not gonna insecure. talk about insecure. My son, Lawrence, my son, Lawrence was waxing those cheeks. Like Mr. Just like the Karate Kid. You heard me? Like, he was not putting it down. Like, I was like, and I just feel like everybody, I personally could say, I've been in that situation where you had let some time pass and then you have a conversation you just look at each other like, should we, should we not? Those are the best conversations. But do you think it's the beginning of something, or do you think it's the end of something? Well, you have to understand, Lawrence is older, you know, like, he's trying to get married, he looks to the future, so you can tell that he's picking the best fit, because Cardola Oil, she has a lot of Oil, like, she has a good, lot of tangible stuff that he will, like, motivational, she's about it, organized, but... Issa let him be 100% himself because she saw the worst of him. So it's kind of like, dang. But she didn't accept him at his worst, though. Listen, it was a whole year. But Lawrence Lawrence was not doing his part. Correct, because that's why I was like, hold on a minute. I I don't know if I could be Issa in that situation. Like, you're going to have to pull your own weight, sir. So they've been together for mad long, though. They got, like, I know, mad I know Kazola felt the way because they had this inside joke and she was just like, why the fuck y'all got inside jokes? Like, so they've been together for like three years though. Like you, you, no, you can so- never get you can never you can never um you can never get rid of that. Which is true. I still got some insiders with my ex. Like only she will get it. And certainly she said only I will get it. Like, like we could reminisce on certain certain topics, like, you remember this? Remember when your brother got caught for selling this? Oh, yeah, that was funny. So, what do you think's gonna happen next week? That was the season finale. No, they got two more episodes left. Mm-mm. That's it? We got two more left. Oh, there's two more. I thought, I thought it was, that was, because they only do eight a season. No, they got two more episodes left. You so sure? Next, yeah, because next week's preview was Issa and Molly talking to each other the first time since the block party. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I thought that was the season finale. What the hell? Nah. It's like, too much. That's why we talk about you ain't like a whole two years for eight episodes. 
That's how I feel well, about All American right they, now. Well, they have you know two more, so that's ten episodes. Oh, they they, they oh, give oh, a bonus this month this year. And we got to wait a whole uh, maybe two years due to everything right now. Like, I would say back. maybe a year. The last Friday this week is this week, right? Huh? The last ride with Undertaker is this no, week? No, last ride was not this week. It'll be on next weekend, I believe. No, that's what I'm saying. This, the, the Sunday coming up or no? Not the Sunday that's coming up. The following Sunday. Oh, maybe. Oh. I don't know. I know it didn't come on this weekend. I was really upset about that. Oh, I got a new show for y'all, too, before we do get started. It's called Blood and Water on Netflix. What is it about? <laughs> Yo, so this is it's placed in South Africa. So that was the first part where I was hesitant. Oh, that's a new Spike Lee joint. I don't know if Spike Lee is a part of it. However, comment. Yeah, um, 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 Black Panthers in there? No, no, we no, that ain't it. Mm-mm. Basically, it's based in South Africa. It's about this little girl and her oh, family. Little, yeah, it's a no, it's a show, it's a series. It's six fucking episodes, and I was upset because it was six episodes. But basically, this little girl. In South Africa, she's in high school. Her parents had her sister, um, but her sister got kidnapped 17 years ago. So every year, the parents do like a happy birthday for the kidnapped daughter. So the other daughter feels all like she's living in her sister's shadow. Shit is wild. And then her best friend takes her to this party on the other side of the country town. And it's this girl's birthday party. The girl look just like her. So she spends the entire show trying to figure out if this is her sister. Like, she trans- she transfers to the girl's school. She starts fucking with her friends. Like, There's she infiltrated the system. It's bad, creepy. Right. However, comma, it was to find her sister. So the ending was like, Cause she walked up to her like, why are you trying to ruin my life? Like, I don't get it. Like, what do you got against me? And then she's just like, you won't understand. And she's like, tell me. And she's like, I think you're my sister. And that's how thanks it's for t- Oh, thanks for telling us that. There's no point in watching the, the, the series No, now. you got to watch it. You got to no, watch it. No, because you already told the ending. But you don't know the in-betweens. And the in-betweens is actually way better than the endings. If she tried to ruin her life. You already told like amazing. I didn't plot. tell you what she did though. Mean girl stuff. No. Some crazy shit. Voodoo and she stuff? did. And she did some crazy shit to her too. No, not no voodoo. Show. Speaking, not speaking of voodoo. But those that are watching, please subscribe to our good friend Donna, who is a who is a medium. She has a new YouTube page. Please support oh, her. Okay. Um, Keep talking, guys. And um, you can follow her also on Facebook, too. She's a part of the Cats and Dogs podcast Facebook group. Um, and there's new episodes, um, of course, for Cats and Dogs. And your sports will be back next week with an episode. Um, they taking a little bit of a bye week um, this week. So that's just, once again, support those that support you. Um, shout Yo, out. Yo, you took no broke in this quarantine. Wow. None. Like, been on it. Somebody told me, they was like, I appreciate the consistency. We was like, well, you know, it's the only thing we kind of look forward to doing every week. I mean, we are the flagship show, so I know you gotta more. listen. You gotta set the momentum. Um, before we get started, also two shout outs to Big Game Leroy who made his debut on AEW Dark. Big Game Leroy, um, super proud of you. 
Um, and we want the best for you. We always want to support you guys. So shout out to him for being on AEW Dark this week. Shout out to Big Swall making her in-ring uh, return. Looking like the yellow Power Ranger girl. I only watch. She looks like she slimmed down too. Yeah, she looks she lost a little bit of weight. Um, but all right, guys, let's positive Yeah, I mean, she looked good. You know how people can get weird like that? Because I remember one time I told a girl like, "Oh, you look good. Like, look, you look sweet. Look good on you." What were you telling me that for? Never mind. Well, that's just sometimes some people and their insecurities. Okay, so. You just say the comment. If they receive it, great. If not, great. Right. But, all right, guys. Let's move on to the opening of our segment, Behind Gorilla's Position, which I haven't said in forever. Um, the state of the world. Um, America is burning. Period. Point blank. The world is burning. But in good reason, because you know what? After years and thousands, you know, hundreds and thousands of years... Something has to be done and something has to change. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people feel that, you know, because you have a platform, you, you know, you have a duty and a service to kind of be that platform to, you know, send messages and, you know, make, make that type of change. And, you know, we've, you know, on our podcast has always been about, and people have always looked at us crazy and, and questioned us and, and unfollowed us and have done things to us because we've always been about black excellence and people always looked at us like well what about all excellence and it's just like no who says that you're missing the point who says that you you'd be surprised but regardless you're missing the point in terms what of why all we, excellence what you're missing the point in terms of why we do what we do but it's because um we don't we don't get the respect as humans and we don't get the justice that we deserve. So it's super important that we have that unity. Um, so once again, with you know the different type of protesting and several, because you can actually start off by telling us about your experience since you attended a protest this week too. Um, mm-hmm. What was it like for you? It was fine. I mean, it was a beautiful sight. You saw people of all like races, different backgrounds there, um, and it was peaceful, peaceful as hell. I know there's a lot of videos about like the looters and all of that, but the one that I was at was the one in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn by Barclays Center. And then we walked all the way like past Canarsie. And um, it it was peaceful. People were all about the movement. I didn't realize um, uh, like protests, like chants be like straight bars and they'd be coming off the top of the heads. And I'm like, yo, these things are spitting. But um, it was super peaceful. We were in front of the precinct. Um, I think it was precinct 77, I think it was. I could be wrong. We were in front of there, and people were chanting. Police weren't, like, crazy, but Monday was the start of the uh, the curfew. Yeah, so, the, so different parts of the United States of America now not only have to deal with corona, but us here in New York, we still want to pause on top of dealing with a curfew. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it was about the curfew. I think the curfew that day was 11. It was 11 yeah. Monday, and then Zaddy Cuomo said, y'all out of control, 8 o'clock until yeah. Sunday. So um, it was 11, and around 10.45-ish, I was with Simone and a couple of friends, and then we were like, all right, cool, it's cool, let's do it, we get the fuck up out of here. Because <laughs> around 10.30, the cops started following the, the marchers, the protesters, like, 
at wherever they were going. And I was like, all right, it's time to get out of here. So we, we turned the corner, called the Uber, and we, we were home. But I'm hearing that Uber's cutting off everything as soon as 8 o'clock hits. Do you now. understand? So I worked on Tuesday. So I live close to, you know, the job now I work right now. So walking home is not typically what I do because I'm already standing for eight hours. I don't want to walk home. And it's already, if I'm get off at 11, I don't feel like I want to. So typically I lift or Uber home because it's like $8. So it's like, whatever. So oh, quick Monday, breaking news real quick. Um, oh, go ahead. I know it's not a sports podcast, but the NBA season is going to start in Orlando with 22 teams. It's been approved. But Ooh, just nice. throwing that out there. Yeah, no, uh, good. Go I mean, I feel like all sports should come back and start, you know, it, it, it adds... It, it at <laughs> first of all, yo, baseball is the first sport low key to do social distancing in a whole different way because you got you got niggas at different plates, like you got outfielders and they not next to each other. So baseball, like, they've been, been social first. distancing since the beginning. Since the time. beginning, like they should have been like, the first baseball is no, no. Mm. and golf. Like, but baseball is boring, so and golf LD is boring. But anyway, no, 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 golf. If you play with people, because I love mini golf though. That's my ish right there. Mini golf is a cute little date night, I will say. It's a cute little mini golf spot in Brooklyn. They're like near Red Hood. That's really cute. I've never been there. I gotta check that out. I'll send you the info. So when you All know right. the world decides to open up, you wanna take a little a little honey on um, a cute little date. Sure. Oh, okay. Or you could go by yourself too. Because the place has escape rooms too. Oh, so okay. they have mini golf on the second floor, and then the third floor they have um three different escape rooms. Um, but as I was saying, what Lyft and Uber. So, yeah, so typically, like, so Monday night, um, my manager let us out at 10. So I was like, cool, bet. I get home before the, the curfew, don't matter. Tuesday rolls around. He's like, regular schedule. We, we, we're essential. We talk to the police, blase, blase, blase. Okay, cool. Didn't think nothing of it. Until 8 o'clock rolls around and Lyft puts out a whole notice. Like, Lyft will be dis- discontinuing service between 8 and 12.30 a.m. What? <laughs> so I got to walk home? What? Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Because so, I saw that. Because I take a lot of Ubers, and I saw Uber yeah, popped up. Lyft, Uber was gone. Bia was gone. I was like, oh, what, what, what? but I think Uber Eats was still up though. Yeah, I heard it was still up. Because it, it's 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 technically essential. So Uber Eats still work because that's what I was kind of more concerned. I was like, mm, should I order something else? But but regardless, I'm glad you went. I'm glad you had a good experience. I'm glad that you were safe because that's always the important thing. Because <laughs> when I saw your little story, I said, "This nigga here." <sighs> it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a um a bad experience, and I think the media. I know we're not a political podcast, but like the media kind of like over exaggerates the bad things. Oh, they they focus on the bad shit. Like that's because not- <laughs> I, I get it. Fordham was fucking tore up. Um, parts of Manhattan is done. Soho. Soho but is I think, finito. But I haven't been in the city since we stopped recording in the studio. So I don't know how the city looks technically. Oh, um, but Mr. Black, how does how does it look around where you work at? Because you work in the city. Um, it's been empty for a minute. Now, uh, there's less bums on the streets now. Like how it was before. That's homeless um, people. I'm gonna say bumps. <laughs> Sorry, like homeless people. And then that's that's some dumb. But as far as just like damage wise, like you can see, like a lot of stores who got hit are repairing it. Like you can see who got that good loss prevention insurance and who don't, because the one who got good loss. Macy's prevention got insurance, hit by your job, right? Yeah, but 
they have like over like a billion dollars, like probably not a billion, but like over a million dollars in loss prevention insurance. So <laughs> that's what I tell a lot of people. Like, that's what I didn't understand. Like if you're loot, I mean, I don't really, I'm not with the whole looting thing because that overshadows really the main focus in terms of why right. people are protesting and rioting right. and stuff like that. Like that, right. oh, like you forget about George if you're worried about you know people looting. You know what I mean? It it right. just defeats the purpose. But like if you're gonna loot something, don't loot like businesses that have been there for eighty years and. And they're not a big company. Like people Mom that, and Pop Show, yeah. Right. So like people like all, all the stores in Soho, guess what? All them bitches can get new items, they get new windows, they get new security cans, they can get new all that shit. But people that and open up stores themselves. The only thing that I didn't like is like they raided the supermarket by my job. Like Oh wow. word? Yeah, like it was just there, it got raided and um put it like this, it's not as bad because everybody there's nothing to do in New York. Because everything is closed. Like, that's why I tell people, like, yo, this curfew thing is nothing because what is there open anyways? Like, nothing. I can't get sneakers. Like, everything's open online. So it's just like, y'all making a big by its curfew. Like, it's nothing open. And it'll be the sad thing about it is a lot of people are dumb because a lot of men, especially young men, what I'm seeing on Instagram and stuff like that, are posting what they're stealing. Idiots. People are watching yeah, IGs and stuff like that. Oh, and on top Jess, of that, Jess told me about somebody had um, they some I think um, Channel Twelve, like News Twelve, was live somewhere, and two women were stealing out of the store right that they were recording in front of, and the cameraman caught their license plate exactly while they were alive. Or exactly. people that had not gone to the Apple Store and then try to come up oh, with a come up. Those phones are done. Those phones are done. I think the only thing you could probably use probably the headphones to frame it, maybe the watch, but the phones, it it's like a to anyone who's watching this who try to buy a phone off a looter, it's like a gift card. You have to activate it in the store, and from there you're good. It's not activated in that store. It was says return to such and such such and such. So if y'all want to blow mad bread on people's phones stuff like that, go ahead. You gotta realize that you wasted your money. A lot of looters know that after a while. Maybe sneakers you could probably resell, but then again, nobody wanna buy these overpriced sneakers. No these looters, they're gonna sell them from overpriced. A lot of them is just stay with nah, I don't think I don't think being a, a semi sneakerhead, I don't think the the um I think it kind of evens out the sneaker game. I'm once again I'm not for the looters. It but, is. I'm not gonna hold you though. Gucci, Gucci got looted. I was like, damn, some Gucci slippers would have been really Cause when, nice. Because when Flight Club got looted, I was like, damn, B. So who's selling me these these, these Ben and Jerry's? Like you just can't be not human. Be like, damn, like like even with Target, I was like, damn, I could use nice some sheets. I could use some like, nice it's, shit. It's fucked up, but I'm gonna we we can make jokes about it. Yeah, like, because, we, can, like we can make light of it, but in all seriousness. But the, the thing is, there was a couple of things out when, when they said they, they hit Fight Club. I was like, all right. So, yeah, that's different. So, nah, they hit Gucci. Yeah. They hit Gucci and Soho. I was like, some nice little Gucci. Gucci. Like, Gucci, Prada, all of them, they do not sell their stuff for cheaper. They burn them. So basically, it's kind of like, all right, you're doing us a favor anyway because you're not to burn them. Oh, and so, guess what? It's going to be a whole new season of shit, so... And like these stores haven't been open in a minute because that's how... Oh, another thing that I'm noticing that I kind of like is 
my thing is this. Why is everybody waiting for all these big companies to say Black Lives Matter? Like, my thing is this way. It's just like, stop worrying about these big companies. Stop worrying about them and just focus on our community as a whole. Yes. After all of this, my thing is this. Yes, we unify right now. But what's the game plan after this? We literally the game have... plan needs to be people taking their asses to go vote. They need well, to be voting. Finish. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me finish. I understand that. But who has... Who has our best interests at heart? Who has a real black agenda? And yes, we are coming, like, yes, we protest and come together, but what's going to happen in September and October when everything kind of dies down and, I'll dist- and, and after everybody distracts you on something else? My biggest thing is this way. How are we going to come together and actually have a real black agenda and actually put money, put money towards somebody and say, yo, you are a candidate and you got to make sure that you fit our needs? Because everybody's talking about how that Joe Biden, blah, 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 this, that, and third, all these companies supporting Trump. But if you really think about it, all these big companies support Trump because Trump has policies in their best interest. They're voting in their best interest. They don't vote who the person is. It's their best interest. And that's as black people come together, we gotta vote, we gotta vote what's who's who's gonna fight for us, who's gonna give us the real quality and real change that we need. Because at this point, all of this is not gonna be nothing in a couple of months if we don't keep the same energy and deal with all this stuff internally. Like, somebody said, like, Keith Lee, you know, he sounds white because he talks very proper. Stuff like that within our own race. That's just ignorant. That's just ignorant. It gotta go. Or, like, take away people black cards because they don't like certain stuff. You ain't black enough if you do this. You ain't black enough if you ain't do this. Oh, you ain't black. I take away your black card. You don't like college. I take away your black card. No, stop that. Because the cops... I'm not having a, a like a sheet where like he was like this like that he ain't black enough we shouldn't shoot him. It's our skin color to see first. They don't know nothing else about us. So my thing is this way: I'm for the protesting, but I'm for what's the game plan after this? How are we gonna put forth a plan so we gonna live like we gonna start something new? And it starts with us. It starts to change with us and our community. Like stop certain ignorant stuff. Educate ourselves. Shout out to everyone else that who actually took the time out and learn about Black Wall Street. And that's what I appreciate, that people are doing their thing as of right now. So that's my little take about the whole protest. So actually, question to the table. Um, you know, with a lot of, once again, everybody that's in a position where you have a platform and you, and you have a voice and you can use it, who do you think um, this week that has said something in regards to Black Lives Matter, who do you think had the most impact on you? Like, whose statement, who said something this week that you were just like, whether it was good or bad, who this week really, like, really got to you about what they, their comments on Black Lives Matter? It wasn't, it was, it was the guy, the black guy from Star Wars. Like, outside of wrestling, the fact that he spoke to me and said, I don't care about my career, I don't care about all of this. I'm gonna go out there and make a difference. He's out there in the front line making speeches, crying, like, it's not even this country, but you understand that, yo, injustice of black lives um, in, in one place is injustice of black lives anywhere. And the fact that that actress, this young man, saw the bigger picture, understand that, it took his actor. privilege, mm-hmm. I mean, this actor took his privilege, yes, he has privilege, because everybody has some kind of privilege, but he took his privilege and went to the streets and spoke and everything he had to do, that stood out to me the most. Okay, Sir Wilkins, which who this the week? Rock. The Rock. <laughs> First of all, 
Shout outs to The Rock's tequila. Boy. Yeah. That is, and I'm not a tequila person, but but Dwayne, that was by far the smoothest tequila I've ever had in my life. But continue, The Rock. So um, yesterday, well, two days ago, whenever you guys listened to this, The Rock dropped uh, a video on social media, and he was literally coming at the president. And it wasn't in a way like, oh, your policies suck. It was like, yo, the country is going through a lot right now. Where are you? And that was and that was the title of his video. Where are you? People people black men black men are dying. Black They've women are dying. dying. They've been dying. And people are mad. People are over it. People are tired. When the key word that we've been hearing lately is I'm tired. You know when your mom was like, yo, I'm tired. It, oh, that, that's how you know she tired, tired. Like when she says yeah. it. And his thing was like, yo, he said it. He said it that which some people don't haven't fully understand yet, which I don't understand why, even though people have been telling them. He was like, listen, all lives do matter. But right now is to making sure that black lives matter. And he was so great at the way he said it. He was like, he said what he said. And he he meant it with he meant it with such passion, and it, it was like nigga, you dropping a promo, and still, it's just still bars right on now. America, still and, dropping yeah, promo. Like it was like you versus Trump in the middle of the ring, and he just dropped this bomb ass eight minute monologue about why things like where are you as a president, as the leader of the new Hi. world, Hi. where are you? And it's okay. scary because. When Katrina went down, uh, Bush. Bush Bush didn't Junior. do the, the best job at that. We all know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But he was visible. He was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was there. 9-11 happened. He was there. Oh, my man Strictly was like, oh, I got to go. I mean, that's a whole <laughs> other situation about that. But Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is. And take, it, away it, the whole, take away the whole conspiracy theories. He was still there. He was still there. And it's just, The Rock basically called you out. And it's, it's, not, a, it's not about wrestling. Yes, he said, just bring it. It's not about wrestling. It's not about money. It's not about power. It's about human decency. Just simple shit. Like, like imagine, imagine your house is being burnt down, right? And... You're like, oh shit, my house is being burnt down. Ah, right, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, um, go, go get a chopped cheese real quick, and I'm gonna come back when I come back. Like that's that's how that, that's that's how he feels. Like your house is literally on fire, and he, he gave some good bars talking about you know the the, the wooding on the floor is coming up. I was like, oh, oh, oh you still got it. You still, you still got, got it. it. <laughs> you still got it. I was like, yeah, so that was my dude for today, man. Um, mine, and before we move on to the rest of the show, um, mine, if you have not already heard, um, when Titus O'Neil, um, big, big Titus, Allah, big diggity, pause, 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 when Titus O'Neil uh, was, was at um, a press conference with the Tampa Bay Police Department, 
and he gave his words and he spoke about how, you know, black lives matter and how, you know, it affects him, you know, cause he has two sons and that's something we spoke about last week too. Like, you know, how do we, as you know, just, in, you know, us growing as adults, like how do we bring, you know, other human beings in this world into a world like this type of thing? <laughs> you are right over there? Oh, okay. But yeah, if you haven't already, either on Twitter or on Facebook, I would watch Titus O'Neill's um, comments um, with the Tampa Bay Police Department. I think it's really moving and, and, and I think it benefits. Um, once again, it, it shows the him being a, a phenomenal ambassador for WWE outside of that, but him being a phenomenal um, Black man and him using his, once again, using your platform and who you are to provide people with the message that people really need to hear. Because I think that's where it gets really blurry is like when people like try to try to combat with, you know, if people say black lives matter, like, no, all lives matter. No, 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 no. You're missing, you're missing the point. Like <laughs> you're missing it. So it's just, it's important. I think just across the board, whether it's, whether it's podcasts, TV shows, social media influencers, whatever it is, whatever platform you have, you have, this is the time to use it for the greater good and to also promote, um, you know, just just regular decent shit that black people should have should have. Like you shouldn't have to ask for this shit. Like you shouldn't have to ask to be respected or 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 like the video, the one thing that disturbed me the most was these two white cops tried to arrest a black dude not knowing he was an FBI, FBI agent. If FBI he 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 above y'all and y'all trying to put the cuffs on him. Yeah, that was wild. And then didn't even asked for like his identification. It was like, yo, you just fit this you, you fit the description. Come on, let's go. You dart and you a male. Two strikes, let's go. Like and then also it's shit like that that disturbs me. Because even going back to the um the CNN guy that got arrested, doing your job, like doing what you were sent there to do, and you have a media pass and you you tell them straight up, like, this is who I am, this is who I work for, you're identifying yourself. And you still get arrested? They arrested a senator too, like 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 like, like a congressman that who in some, some states they didn't know who that was until later on. Like, oh shoot, we messed up. Oh yeah, but you did. But guess what? You didn't. You 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 messed up from not getting all the information. And I think I that's, mean, that's that's kind of like what sometimes can be really the problem. The problem started is not getting all the information. Like you're just gonna sit there and assume. You can't assume that he's out here stealing it and. And doing all these things, and he's an FBI agent. He on the ground like you. Like, come on, you, you just you can't do that. So hopefully, you know, once yeah. again, it is by far important to not only vote for not only the president of the United States, but it is as important to vote for your local and state assembly and Congress, women and men. Like those are the people that will go to Washington. And put in laws and bills and things like that. Like those exactly. are the shout outs to the uh the first black woman to be the mayor of Ferguson, just elected mm-hmm. yesterday. Like shout out to Keisha of Atlanta. Shout out to her. So so like it's super it's super important to go and vote. You may not agree with all, but do your research, ask questions. Don't be ignorant. Don't always go by what media is telling you because they're not going to tell you the truth. They're not but gonna the one thing I have to realize is 
us as black people, I realize that we set the cool and we got to make politics. I won't say cool, but we got to make it more relatable to us because a lot of these politics, politics, a lot of these politicians, policies, a lot of these policies, a lot of people read on the standard just of it and how far they go even for a certain candidate. So a lot of people, traditionally, they see Democrat and Republican. All right, who's on the news? Who's more popular? All right, I'm going to vote for that person. You know, that's why we have Joe Biden running against Trump. Um, <laughs> and a lot of these candidates are not relatable. A lot of these candidates are so stiff because to be a candidate, to be a politician, you got to be a certain type of way. But one thing I have to give up to Trump is he's breaking the mold of politicians because now... If you want to try to win against these against Trump, you gotta be authentic. You gotta be real. You gotta be raw with it. And I have to say, like, I don't think Joe Biden has a chance. Because nah, I, I definitely oh. think, like, when you start having people that work for the Department of Justice, like, uncomfortable. Like, it's to the point where Trump is making people that he that used to be on his side uncomfortable. Like, what I have to understand is this the way it is a lot of people still vote for Trump just because he gave us money. I think another round of the, of, of the money's coming around too, just because he gave us money. Man, listen, don't let that twelve hundred dollars fool you. Hey, and honestly, not me, not and me. Honestly but speaking, other people. And and like I've been and like I said before, I will move on. But like I said, there's something way bigger that's going on that they don't they don't haven't told nobody and they're not saying nothing because guess what? The last two weeks has been nothing but, you know, the riots and the protests. Yeah. We still live in a pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. you haven't heard anything, any updates. You haven't heard about a vaccine update. You haven't heard about new cases like that. Like, you'll hear. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like no, updates us all the time. But no, but that's more like, I think here is a little different because still we we on pause. So we going to hear it. But I mean, just as, as a country, like, if you look on the CNN app, because that's what I have. For every one coronavirus thing, there's 20 articles about what's going on. And that's your problem. You see CNN. That's your problem. Well, no. I'm just, I'm using that as an example. Relax. Because. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to wrestling. Um, the WWE Network launched its free version. So those that have been bitching and moaning about $9.99, you don't have to do it anymore. Um, WWE Network is giving a free version, which includes over 15,000 different shows and episodes. What's so it included? So, so you have original series. So like, um, like all like the documentaries that they have that's going on now, um, they're going to keep having the recent episodes of Raw and SmackDown be available for free. Um, and also like WWE Weekly highlights. So like the top tens and like. Um, top five, like those things, like those are the things that's going to be included in the free. Of course, not any pay per views. So if you do want to still have your pay per view access, you're gonna have to pay for the nine ninety nine a month. But, um, gentlemen, question: Do you think this is a step in the right direction for the network? Um, <laughs> bless you. Bless you. <laughs> do you think this is a step in the right direction um, for the WWE Network to give this free ver- to give this option of a free version? Um, it's, it's a way of cutting out the middleman because what they're trying to do is get their content out there. More people mm-hmm. to see it, 
you get more eyes on it and more people like, oh, this is what's going on. You can catch up to things. You want to you want your content out there. And then you have the free version and somebody goes, oh, you know what? Bucket, you know, I'll, I'll pay for this one. Well, with the, what them doing the free version, they're giving they're they're letting go that option of the free month free. So just keep that in mind. Those that are wondering, no, 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 no the, 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 that's what I'm saying is that you have it. You watch it for free. Like, yo, I want to watch um, SummerSlam '96. Fuck it, I'll pay for this month. Or it's it's kind of like a pay as you go type of thing, and then I'll cancel it for next month. I want to get. I want to see what this is all about. I like the network. I think the network's amazing. I think oh, it's one I of the best things. I think it's one of the best things on um, out because you have so much content. You have a, a massive library of wrestling stuff. Yo, like, I watched. Remember the clip you told um, told us in the group chat about? Um, it was the Raw where it had the Nation of Domination. Nation of Domination opened up Raw and went ham on Vince McMahon. Like Ron Simmons basically called Vince a cracker without saying cracker. And it was by far the craziest thing. And then Brett, I didn't realize, yo, Brett Hart on the mic, he didn't really get good until that end. Until that very end. And that's what well, he called the Hart Dynasty. I about to say the Hart Dynasty. Dynasty. Wow. Uh, you put, no, 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 no. The Hart Foundation. Yes. Like, when, like once he formed the Hart Foundation and he was forced to actually focus on mic skills, not so much anyway work, because you remember... He was injured at one point. Yeah, and he was he was out here hobbling yeah, yeah, yeah. on one leg. Right, 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 right. He was injured at one point. And nobody gives him credit that he got very good on the mic. He did. Like I, that raw, I was like, so it started with the nation coming at Vince mad hard. And then um the Heart Foundation came out and Brett basically was like, We're Canadian. Why would we ever be against you guys? <laughs> so I was like, damn. And then DX comes up on the screen, Sean and, and Triple H come up, and them two, they like, well, why would we be going against blacks? Like, what do you mean? We want equality for all. Like, it was by far the weirdest segment, but it was so pro it's so appropriate for what's going on right now. And the <laughs> so, crazy thing about it, Farouk, he actually had a title shot against Undertaker. Yes, he did. And not not only just a title shot, he made a better pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. People don't talk about that one. But that's why. But those are the. That's a, a simple reason of why I love the network because you could just go back to a raw. It was a raw and like it was. I think a month. But it was like maybe three, four weeks before the before Montreal school job. Mm -hmm. So it literally was the lead up to that. So it was so yes. funny. It, 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 it's it's something that gives people so gives things people for people to watch because mm -hmm. as we move past Corona and. You know, life goes back to normal. One of the biggest things is that companies are noticing is, is hey, content is really king. I'm at my crib. I'm going to turn the TV on. You know what? Let me watch this. Let me watch that. Let me turn this on. Like, quality shit is what people are going back to. Yeah. Yes. For instance, you can get a hit real quick. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I put a song out to th this week and it's hot. And then... Next one, nobody cares about it. What it is is that quality shit, which is that nation of domination um, clip that you're talking about. I can watch it in high definition, great sound, great quality when I go on the network. And when people get a taste of that, they're like, you know what? Let me just watch the network because they're not giving you everything. No. 
it's 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 giving you a kiss with no ass. So you'll get and then after the kiss, you might be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna try to pursue this ass. That was so, an analogy. It's called like giving a hoe. It's called like giving a hoe from Vegas, you know. You maybe like you pay for the blowjob, you're like, this blowjob is great. He's like, I'm always got the cheeks extra. Wow, that's the analogies we're using today. And they're called Love, era, baby. Love you both. Um, Mr. Black, your thoughts on the free version of the WWE Network? Um, I'm looking at the standpoint of a person that, you know, like, I'm going to use the analogy of, like, Hulu, right? I remember when I first got Hulu, whatever, right? Years ago, like, years ago. And I used to be okay with the commercials. Then one day, like, I realized that it was acting up with the commercial. With the commercial, I was like, you know what? I pay for extra and then get no commercials. And it went from month to month, and now... I pay for every month for, for the no commercials. Just like my brother says, like, once you get the taste of something, you go, you know what? I enjoy it. This is just a one-month thing. It gives you well to research out everything. It's a win-win for everybody. Because not only that is you get paid people, and you get people that who just tune in because it's just free. And uh-huh. the good thing about that is now we live in an era where everybody wants behind the, behind the scenes of their favorite people. And does it have old documentaries like the CM Punk TV and stuff like that? All of that for free? Um, they're gonna have selective, like historical, like pay per views or stuff like that. That's gonna be. I'm available. talking about like the documentaries of like the CM no, Punk. They, TV. No, 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 no. So the only thing that really they're gonna do, like they're gonna push free, is all the original content stuff. Oh, so boom! That's that's boom. That's even good because they do have Photoshop. They do have um. Ride along, all of those stuff. That yeah, so all of still, that stuff will be so free. You still get an idea of who these characters are because let's say you see episode of like let's say you just turn on TV, see Nia Jax. Who else Nia Jax? Then you look up, then you look at some free stuff. You go, you know what? I want to watch a match. Since 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 I'm ready here, I'm on the pay for like my brother said. And I'm old school. I look up all my wrestling still to this day on YouTube because I forget that the network exists. And compared to the quality, where on YouTube you may get like it's backwards. You may get like um, somebody put like their um, they tag on a video, or you cut off a certain type of part. While on the network, you get full remastered HD high quality. Yes, some of the songs may not be the same, but hey, you know you have to understand living world with copyrights. So sure. overall, that is a great great idea for WWE because actually. For the stockholders, it looked good that, oh, shoot, subscribers went up, blah, 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 this out of third. And sadly, in this world, numbers matters. And as long as, like, kind of trick the system, because as long as people have accounts, the numbers look good. It's a way to fluff up the numbers to make it look good. Now, if people are gonna actually going to pay for it, if they keep it at one low price, like everything else, at one low price of $9.99, and add, keep on adding more cool stuff, Guarantee you, like this, this network is gonna, it's gonna like. I see what Vince is doing. Like I see what Vince is doing, and watch in a year from now, the network will not be the same network as we first got introduced this year. Mark my words. And that stock price will go up, and before it goes up, I'm gonna buy a couple of shares. Well, that's good to know. All right, let's move on to AEW, AEW's Tony Khan, and. Miss, um, what's her face? What's this? Linda. I was like, Linda. Linda Hogan. Yeah. 
she had tweeted something because you know I don't pay attention to whiteies like that. Um, she had tweeted something, and Tony Khan, in the nicest way, told her that not only is she banned, but Terry is banned. But I was more confused on when did Terry get banned because I didn't know that. Does anybody um, know when Terry got banned? Because Terry didn't get banned anytime. She got banned that day. He set the tweet up. Um, no, it, but it, he said just like your husband. He, like I said, he got banned when he sent that tweet out. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't like a, a, a it was, it's been going on. Maybe he would never invite Hogan over because there's yeah, no use. Hogan. Absolutely, there's no use for having it's Hogan. Absolutely no use for him. Like, we're the last generation that even, like, knows who Hogan is. And we ain't fucking with him, so. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, there's no reason for him to be on there. Uh, that, that tweet was, like we talked about before, it was very ignorant. Um, not the smartest thing to say. I mean, I think I have the tweet here. Let me read it real quick. Yeah, Hold read on. it real quick, because once again, I don't, I, don't, I don't follow, you know, Whitey, Linda. Or Terry. And I'll just, can we talk about the whole Jeff situation? Which Jeff? Who's Jeff? Jeff. Jeff Hardy. Well, that's this week in wrestling. You can talk about it in SmackDown. Uh, so the tweet was... This is watching, watching, the, watching the looting, it's all, Afro, it's all Afro-Americans. Not sure how robbing and stealing set the record straight, but if they want to be heard, they need to be civilized. Once again, I so, don't follow Whitey. So that, that tweet is just ignorant. One, who the hell calls black people Afro-Americans? Who Afro-Americans? That threw me off. I was like, what? So she, 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 obviously, she, obviously, she obviously doesn't know. <laughs> That's the way to say color folks now? Instead of say Afro, I said say black I would have preferred uh, colored folks than Afro. Well, because for me, I'm Afro-Latina. So for me, it, it was just weird that she just attached Afro and American because, to each other. Because, she, because she doesn't know anything. She doesn't know anything. She's ignorant. She's yeah. blinded. She's close-minded. It's, it's, it's not that much of a big deal. It's kind of one of those things like you just... All right, you're stupid. I'm walking away from this. That's exactly the situation was with that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's and Tony Khan saying that he had to say it because like she's a clown, and the only, the only reason why you're relevant because of your last name that you kept Facts, after that you kept after you divorced yeah. him. But you know, but Tina, but Tina Turner did the same thing, so I, I ain't mad at it. But, I ain't no, mad but, at it, but but Tina Turner worked for her last name. Valid, okay. There's Touché. a difference. Touche. But um, what else? Um, let's see, real quick before we go to this week in wrestling, because then we can talk about all the other topics you wanted to talk about, Mister Black, that you mentioned, because they all fall into this week in wrestling. Yeah. Um, Slam Impact, Impact out here getting some players. Like, don't be surprised. Prime time players. Let me. Don't be surprised in the next six months. You gonna be wanting to go to an Impact pay per view? Okay. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So Impact um, Slammiversary, which is kind of their WrestleMania, um, is going to be in July, um, live on pay-per-view. Um, and they released a little like like teaser that was very interesting, where it had clips of old people 
that have been with the company that recently just got released from WWE or haven't been on a contract. So, who is somebody you think will pop up for anniversary based on that little promo that that you saw? I feel um, the number one person like who's gonna definitely gonna pop up and make a big impact. I gotta say Rusev because, well, um, I don't know what's gonna happen to Rusev because I'm hearing that he can't use his name. But like that man Rusev, the artist, um, the wrestler firm you know as Rusev. <laughs> like I really feel like he would make a splash because this is a environment that like all his training in WWE is gonna carry on. And him gonna impact, he has a real like real opportunity to make it like a real imprint in the game because not only that, like make himself look good. I know that Rusev is all about feeding the ecosystem. And I know some match he's gonna have is gonna be great. Like, man, I just can't wait. Him versus ooh, Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan, um, Big Boy Moose, um, the sumo nigga, they could go at it. Can't wait. Like a lot of dudes, Bye, a lot of potential, a lot of potential. You know, um, even with like the um, Gallows and um, 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 Gallows and Anderson. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Machine Gun Anderson. Like that, that tag team alone. Like I know they're hungry. I know they're trying to pull something. I know it's a great. Opportunity for all guys in party. You know, I don't know how Drake Maverick will get out of his contract, but um, he's not, and he worked everybody. But anyway, no, he, no, no, he, he did, did it. But no, I'll explain my point later. But um, I think it's EC3. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to his promos lately. Yeah, but he's been wearing, he's been wearing a hoodie in his promos. He cut his hair. Has a whole different type, like a, like a different look on it, and he's been all about the machine, um, getting back, you know, going up against the machine, improving yourself, and that video was very reminiscent of what he's his promos have been about. I thought the the promos amazing, like they definitely came at WWE in that promo, but it was really well done. It was, yeah, I was, but when you sent it to me, I was big dick like, status. Whoa. I think the person that will really not, sh- it's not a shockwave, but I think a real, like, I guess original to me sometimes would be um, Eric Young. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Eric Young coming back to Impact would be dope too. Um, my only concern with Gallows and Anderson is that Impact's tag team division is not all that. <laughs> like, you you got the North, you have TJP and Falaba that I think they're the number one contenders. Um, and then after that, it's it's a real blur. It's like they just put people together. Nah, you to be tag team. You got they don't have. They don't have a, to me. They don't have a really strong tag team. They division. do have a good strong foundation. They got. Um, I don't think so. They got the. They got the dudes from. Um, um, they got dudes from Ohio. You know, they got the that they that with. that just broke up from Sammy. So now they kind of just reinventing themselves and yeah, they more of a, they more of a, a uh, they not like no. They know how to work a tag team. They very good in tag team matches. They can right? work a tag team, but that don't they mean they good. are part of a tag team division. They not they're okay. They not they like good. I don't oh my god. They good. What else? You got that dude I've got that name where he does a um he does his, um uh, he does a flip and the guy push him onto the opponent. I've got his name um you got a couple of good dudes on there. It's just like I enjoy the tag team division because I see the potential. And again, 
throughout the whole wrestling business is asterisk. This is this is this is dead the quarantine era. So you can't really judge it fully. Oh, but, but that was like that before quarantine though, because I watched Impact and I never felt like they tag team division was like solid. I think AEW's tag team division is better than his. And that's AEW has the best tag team division. And that says a lot. So I'm like, but anyway. I want to say something about the tag. Like, why do people make a big deal about Kenny Omega being a tag team division? Well, because Kenny don't act like he a tag team. Like, and and part of it was because of, of Rona. But a part of it is because he don't. Him and Paige don't give all they don't have that tag team chemistry that I think a lot of other tag teams like how Best Friends does, they don't have that same chemistry like them. You see, I like your reason. Your reason makes sense. You just like aesthetically, like watching it, they're good individuals together, the chemistry is off. I could agree with that, yeah, but then, but then I because I would, I personally would prefer Adam Page by himself, right? right, Me personally, honestly, I'll be very real with you. Adam Page will come with a tag team wrestler. Again, I'm not taking away his talent when he does in the tag team, but I feel like he's like he's good. He's he's good. Whatever they do in the ring, they're good. But like he doesn't give off that he needs people. He needs a, a tag team partner. That's, like, but, I, but that's the point, though. That's the point. The story right, is right, 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 he, he doesn't want to be. A, he doesn't want to be in a tag team with Ken. Right, Kenny, and Kenny is torn for being in a tag team or just just fuck with the elite. So it makes sense. So, so they're putting out the right vibe for you for you to understand the story. The no, the story is cool, but I feel cool. the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like personally think the chemistry between the it's both off. of them. Yeah, the story is cool. I agree. It's you know, weird. Story, but, it's but like another thing is like I've noticed is just like, yo, they do have the best tactics division in wrestling. Yeah. Like uh, sorry. Let me reconstruct that. They have the best tactics division. As far as and when I say in wrestling, as far as American television wise, because New Japan got good some good tag team in other places, but as far as tag team tag team, I go AEW. Like the tag team could be the, a first match in the middle and end. There's many different styles, different tag teams that I enjoy. And honestly, yeah. like honestly, I don't see the big deal about Kenny and Hammy playing with the tag team because if you try to ramp up the tag team and take less bumps. The way that Kenny been beating his body for years, why not be in a tight division? No, and and it makes that part of it makes sense. But my issue is, is that when you have an actual tag team, like how best friends, they are the number one contenders. Now, how do you build a storyline between them and Kenny and Hangman when Kenny and Hangman has their own storyline? Like, so you you don't like now you just gonna throw two you want to throw two tag teams together and then let's say best friends actually wins then. That offsets the actual storyline between Kenny and and Heyman, but the lead up to the those two, like those two tag teams colliding, it's gonna be like what? You're gonna be like, huh? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, what so, Kenny's what, what Kenny's thing is that is expectations. The expectation was because he was at one point considered the best wrestler in the world. Um, you come over, you come over to AEW. In his mind, he's playing the long game. A lot of wrestling fans, especially AEW fans, are expecting him to be the face of the company. And, no and, and, that's, and, and that hasn't been and that hasn't been what what's been going when, on. Wait, who thought Kenny was gonna be the face of the company when they made Jericho the champion? Who they, thought that? So, 
Yeah, before that. No, 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 no. Before the Sorry. whole championship, whatever, like, yeah, people thought that Kane was going to be the face. Because yeah. you have to understand, and then he's been a sacrificial lamb since he started. He's been a sacrificial lamb since, yeah, since he, the ink dried on his contract. Yeah, so. But it, then again, he's booking this himself. So how do you sacrificial lamb? But, but no, but, listen, what I'm saying is that that's how it looks like. The expectations for Kenny coming in was that he was going to be the face of the company. It didn't work out. It, did, it didn't happen because he's booking in a different way. He's thinking the long game. Everybody's thinking right. Everybody's thinking. Everybody's thinking right now. And there's plenty of people who didn't watch him in New Japan. They just heard about him. You seen clips of him. Who's like, yo, this is this is that dude. When he comes over to America, he's gonna fucking blow up, and he hasn't. It's it's more about oh, that's, that's sad in itself. We respect them, but it's like, yo, what have you done for me now? And, and, and that's the whole. And that's the whole thing when it comes to Kenny. But, it's the, but unfortunate. again, it's just like, again, like, I just want to understand all y'all reasons, but it would have been a different story if next in a perfect world, an alternate dimension, sorry, an alternate, or, an, an, on Earth 2, um, Corona didn't happen, right? And it goes straight to you, right? I think by now, like, they would have been lost the Tag Team Championship by now. Like, like I, I think at the last period when I lost it, like my brother said, they played a long game. Kenny played a long, long, long game because next thing they came in there, blaze of glory and just start booking themselves how other people booked themselves back in the past. They would get, oh, you booking yourself like he booked Nash and da 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 da, like Hogan, blah blah blah. It's criticism. But now they don't book themselves to how like someone who was narcissistic would book themselves is an issue. But no, like, no. But my thing is this though, like no, you're you're right, you're right when it comes to Kenny. But low key, Cody's booking himself over. Oh no, oh no! I was just about to say this the other day. I was watching. Say it louder AW for those in the back. Is yo, bro? Why every match you have to bleed? Why every? Oh match my god! Oh my god! I said that yesterday. I said that yesterday. Do you understand? No. Do you, do you understand how pissed I was about that table spot? I was like, that was so unnecessary, and it just and you guys didn't even sell the fucking table spot. So what? What the fuck was it for? Yo, I texted. Yo, I texted. And I love Cody. I texted Zuka Cody. so fast. I said, Zuka. You're gonna have to come and challenge this nigga for this TNT title because this shit is crazy out here. Like, you had a whole table spot and you didn't even sell it. You didn't even you. Cody literally went through the table with Jungle Boy, and literally two seconds later got up. You didn't sell the spot, sir. And then, like, you didn't even struggle to make it seem like it was gonna be a count out or anything. Like, a you didn't you didn't show a struggle. You just threw a table and. And you didn't show a struggle. That I have to say with Cody is... Police. Cody, I feel like everybody... Why was it fireworks at the end of your match? Why? Why? Like We spent 10 Gs on Pyro because you won your... You did your first title defense? That's what we do? And the first title defense, not in front of a big audience, not in front of a pay-per-view. That was mad narcissistic. Like, out of everybody... Like, we just had leftover Pyro? Right. Him. It's him. Um, hang, I mean, him, the Bucks, and Omega. The one person I feel like kind of who kind of went low, low key selfish was Cody. 
Like, I'm not taking away his in-ring abilities, but I feel like him watching AEW, because everybody went crazy because of that cage match. I'm sorry. That cage match did not engage me at all. What like, cage match? Only cage match AEW. Him versus um, um, MJF on Bodyguard. Like, that's... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. All he did, like, 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 everyone was like, oh, my God, I'm looking like... All he did was did like a Kirk Angle spot and just did a um, moonsault off the top. That's no, nothing spectacular. No, but no, no. Just like it was just. Hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Before, before you finish, before you finish, just, just to go, I want to go in that cage match. It was the psychology of the cage match, which is a big deal. So, what you're saying is right. From looking at it from more of like entertainment standpoint, because you could, because my, my bro, like. You weren't fully entertained on that. When it comes to the psychology of what was going on, the real thing was the ending of the match with, with the um the moonsault, and it because it built up to that, and it was like him taking his ass off, and then he finally built up to like the legendary finish. That's why they made such a big deal about it. Granted, it you weren't entertained, and you're you're in top, but I'm explaining to you. I'm, I'm trying to shoot the niggas some bill. I'm trying to give him some bail and, and, and let you understand what, what was going on. I understand Go that, but from my point of view, I'm a big Cody fan. I've been a Cody fan forever, but from my point of view, it was like this way, right? Yo, for one, the cage man was mad rinky dinky. Like it was kept on falling apart. Like, come on, that, <laughs> that definitely, that definitely, that wasn't that a part of the budget, right? That definitely like kind of turned me off from there. And I never felt that he had a real struggle with Warlord. Like Warlord, like the story that was He's telling, fine. I get it. But I just felt that your warlord didn't just demolish it, like pick them up, throw them against the cage, all that. It was just more like, okay, like I didn't feel warlord dominance over Cody. And I get it. Because you wasn't supposed to. Huh? You wasn't supposed to because who booked the match? Cody. And I didn't feel nothing dominance under that. And the fact that he went up there and again, selling. He could went up there like this. Went up there, hold his ribs, show that, yo, Waller bust me up. Talk trash. This is Sparta. Jumped off something like that. Yeah. It that... entertained me all the way. And like, the whole thing happened. It said, bro, oh, my gosh. I'm looking like, if you want a real match. Because it's the nice, nice shiny toy. You know, already right? know why. Like, again, let's go back to Val Venus versus Rakishi. That was a better case match. That was a better tell story. You feel me? I'm just saying. I mean, that no. all, that's all an opinion-based type of situation, too. You, you know, had to realize that, too. Let me ask you a question. In AEW, other than him and his brother, right? Name it. Oh, oh, he had a couple of good matches, but I just feel as of lately, Cody's just doing too much. Like, he's not... I'm not going to hold you. I actually enjoyed the Cody and Jungle Boy match on on AEW. I did. Right, I'm, right, right, right. I'm not saying nothing wrong with the match. I'm not going to hold like, you on you're that You're doing one. too much because, like you said, like, you went to that table, you didn't sell it. And at, at the end, all. like, you beat Jungle Boy, and then fireworks came out, everyone came out. Clapping, Everybody all like, clapping and cheering. I'm like, no. I'm like, that wasn't like a, I understand that if it was a last man standing match, I understand that if it was a simple, like, something that adds suspense to the match. It's a regular single match. Jungle well, Boy didn't listen. They finish. got listen. They got left over pyro. That's all that was about. But anyway, as saying, so since we finished to make it a struggle, Cody hit his finish, spiked them. He spiked them. Anyway, actually, so let's jump into this weekend wrestling. 
Uh, we'll go around. We'll say about two or three things that really, you know, jumped, to, you know, got you excited about um, this week at wrestling. And then we're going to do our NXT takeover um, in your house predictions. And then we'll be out. So um, let's start. Sir Wilkins, you want to start with this week's and wrestling? What's three things, two or three things that really jumped at you this week? Um, Seth Rollins and the Monday Night Messiah Squad is like... <laughs> Literally the best thing in wrestling right now. Been yeah. been very in, fully engaged with what they are doing, what's going on with them. Um, I am excited for Brian Cage versus John Moxley, and yeah. it's because of, it's because of Brian Cage. You know how it's I'm a huge fan, Taz. and um, huge fan yeah, of Brian. Always been always been a fan of his work. He just can't stay um, fucking um, healthy. To save his life at all, he's he more accident prone than Sasha Banks. Shit is yeah. crazy. So uh, I'm super excited about that. Did as much shit as I talk about Moxie, the promo that he cut with Brian in the ring was actually actually pretty good, like mm. legit on point. Uh, anything else? The Jeff Hardy situation. I liked it. I did too. People, people thought it was very tone deaf. It was, first it was of all, a, you you have to realize he has to okay some shit like that to do it. Like he, yeah, not, and <laughs> it's it's the thing is. So th- this is what I see it as. Most alcoholics, most alcoholic, most alcoholic storylines don't work. No, they don't do well. They're, they're look, not done well. Look at Scott Hall. Look at Hawk. Look, none of that shit was okay. <laughs> There's probably been others that, that that I can't think of right now. But oh, Adam Page has been or like I, I don't Adam Page has been okay, but it hasn't like a true alcoholic storyline. So I really didn't. I actually don't care for. I thought it was. I thought it was the cute little cheers they did when they did the beer and the milk during um double mm. or nothing. I thought that was cute, but I don't think. Showing him actively drinking beer all the fucking time is is it, that one that one to me that teeters a line. Like, I don't know why, but it just does. Like I'm just like, bro, it, it, I, it, you know what it is. I want to take you serious, but I can't take you serious. And and, and I get and I get that. What you I, I get what, what you're is. saying. So um, it, it, it's it's weird. It's weird. But I I'm engaged because I'm gonna see what happens next week. Right, like right. I want to know what's happening this week because he's supposed to talk. So it's granted we'll see what goes on. Um, Naya, Naya supposedly said a racist, a racist comment. I once again I can't put the full blame on Naya because scripts are written for her. Yeah. So I don't know if she said it herself. Or I mean, but is, is this the first time somebody done mentioned Japanese? I mean, does anybody ever say like when Oscar and Kyrie talking in, and talking in Japanese and they can be saying some wild shit and we don't know? Like, and that's rude too. <laughs> like, no, it, it's it, it's no, no, no. You have to, you have to be, you have to be empathetic to other other people. No, like, I, I I get it, but however, if it's in a, it, I don't want to say in a scripted environment, but if it's in an environment where you have a different storyline or you're you're competing against someone it's like if you're in a rap battle you you gonna come no, at them I, it's still tone deaf 
it's still it's still tone deaf. It still shouldn't have been said. It should have been done the way the way that it should have been done. That that's what it is because you you say that Japanese people going me 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 me. That's fucking that's fucking wrong. You all you do is take that word out, and it'll been a fine promo. Because they're mocking Japanese people. That's that's where it comes down to. And it all goes back to oh, go ahead. I, I don't know if it might, uh, I was going to say that it all comes down to, like, before I get to my point, like, this is kind of point that is just, we live in a world like people are too sensitive. Like, they literally took off Apu off the Simpsons because they thought that was racist. It's not, it's not the same thing. It's not the same but thing. But it wasn't like, I get it, but it was just so, I'm probably just nitpicking that right now, man. It's just, we nitpick at everything. And like, I just can't don't enjoy, say it. Just like, don't just don't say it. Just don't say it. it it's just it, it wasn't that bad people making it seem. It was tone deaf. But it was tone deaf. Just respect people the way just respect other cultures. You can talk shit. You the, the thing the thing about when you're cutting a promo. Th- this is what happens when you're cutting a promo. You are making your opponent look strong, but still talking shit about them. That's the whole point of a, a heel promo. Is you going, yo, you think you're better than me? All right, boom, boom, boom. You say something, but you got to make it into a way where, like, you're not completely dismissing so who a person is. You're talking okay. shit. I get what you guys are saying because it, it is a little bit on the, like, on the sensitive side. But, bro, at the end of the day, you're a publicly traded company. You, yeah. guys, you, you, guys, you, you guys know better. That's, that's what I'm saying. If this was impact... Or a smaller company like always, oh, I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? Whatever. But you gotta put WWE at a different standard when they have it's publicly fucking traded. Okay. And, okay. And, okay. And, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying is that you gotta you gotta move differently. Because if they didn't give a shit, Naya serving a whole ass match with Randy Orton. And then you didn't let that happen. That's that's happen. I was okay with that though. Me too, me too. You were all okay with that. You were all okay with that, but it's a publicly traded company, and there, and whatever reason they're like, nah, we, we're gonna fall back on this because it was, Randy, it was Randy would have fucked her up though. It was but like it was, it was literally, it was literally, it, but it was literally like about to happen. Like nearly the paperwork was done and everything, the storyline was done for it to happen, but they pulled it back because of because of um uh, of uh you know th- their investors. And I go back to um Drake Maverick. Work. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. That fucking work. So they, they they're gonna steal my man Cedric Alexander's whole ass signing and give it to Drake Maverick too. Cause nobody noticed that. That's the same. That's, a, that's exactly how Cedric got signed. Who's the way classic? The crowd is chanting his name. Triple H comes out here. He's getting signed. So so. Well, wrestling recycles. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. that. I get that. No, 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 I get no, that. Keep, my, keep, keep the same energy. But, but my man Cedric did it first, and we need. I, I, I gotta find that clip somewhere, and I gotta put it out there because that shit is the same exact thing. Now, speaking of Drake Maverick, do I think that he was actually released? Yes. No. Now hold on, hold on, hold on. But I think it was he was released 
to show for show he was going to come back because the reason why I say that is because Kurt Angle has come back and they're supposed to put they were going to put Kurt Angle and Matt Riddle in a program together. Yeah, but Kurt turned it down because Kurt know his body ain't ain't ain't. No, 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 no. No, no, he, he was going to manage Matt Riddle. Yeah. Oh, but Matt don't need a, a manager, though. That would have been weird. That's, that's what Kurt said. Kurt was like, nah, this doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. Kurt, Kurt was probably but, like, oh, this is stupid. But, but what you know, I'm saying was that. It could have worked out. It could have worked out. Matt doesn't need a mouthpiece. And Kurt, Kurt no, it, it doesn't just make like, sense. Um, just like Arn. Cody don't need a mouthpiece. But having Arn as a coach. Well, Arn as a coach is very different than Kurt being your coach. Like when you don't, you don't really like Arn and Cody. That's more of a history. That's more of it could like, be like that. It could be that's like that. that's like, something like, um, different though. Some, like think about it, like Brock, like someone, like for example, like it could be a hype man, like like hype him up, you got this. But but the thing with Matt Riddle hypes himself, like he doesn't like he's his own entity himself. That would be a good like that would be a good like real pair off because like I like the whole where, like. Matt, Matt, he don't take his um, um his workout seriously, and he ended up losing certain matches, and he ended up losing the Kirk program. See, but then that would have been the same, like how they was doing Drew, um, they was doing Gulak and, and Daniel Bryan. It was the same thing. Well, listen, Kirk said no because he has a lot of stuff going. Because he's smart, moment. and that shit don't make no sense. No, but but like I said, when it comes to the Drake Maverick thing, it's like. Oh, wow. I felt they were they were gonna they were gonna bring certain people back. I feel the releases. We're done as a show of fate, face to, to the investors that, hey, we're cutting back this, this, and this. Because some people are coming back from what I'm hearing. It's just right now, nigga, we don't need you. Go home. I'm not going to pay you. But they come back with more salaries. Yeah, that's that's another thing. This I mean, is, but that, this is, that comes in. That's just in business. That comes in like when you do a contract, and if you're contracted for that time, whatever it is, like whatever the the financial part of it that you guys discuss, that's that's between y'all. That's a more of a business thing than anything. Oh, and, and then you you never know. Maybe EC3 is coming back. Maybe there's not EC3 in those promos that's coming back for Slammiversary. No, nah, um, it, it is harder. You, 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 never, you never know. So what I'm saying is that having him sign, that was great. It's a great comeback story. Regardless if it wasn't a work if, or if it was a work. It was. It, 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 it looks great. Um, Come on. It, it, it looks... It looks I fucks with it. I fucking fucks with it. No, I um, thought it was dope, but I knew I knew it was up. Ooh, cool. When he first when he first was out here sobbing, I got fired type of shit. Like, come on. What other like than, first of all, you had fucking what's his your, your boy company 15 years. He ain't crying on fucking camera and say, Oh my god, I don't have my job. You like, got niggas that's been with the company but, over 10 no, years no, 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 and ain't no, 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 no. and ain't it. shed a fucking Stop tear. That you don't know what they didn't do it on camera. That's how I know the shit matter. was a word. It doesn't matter. It does not everybody matter. Everybody likes a sob story. But everybody You're gonna feel bad for the you're gonna feel Listen, bad for the underdog. Yes stop or no? Taking away the human element of what he did. I'll that... story. No, 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 no. Him crying. No, him crying I... on cue. I respect that. That's talent. No, 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 no. That's no, talent. No. I'm not gonna diminish him the fact he was crying on cue because you cannot tell people how to grieve. You can't. But there was nothing to grieve. You still, you How had you a know? job still. How you know? Because you it was a work. Like my like, come on. Like if y'all can't see from the beginning, he gave the promo that he's like, 
this is this could be my last of my last of my matches. This is it. And then you go through the whole tournament. You had fucking Tazawa fucking murdering niggas on the whole tournament. And you have Drake Maverick, your new cruiserweight champion. He's not he's not new cruiserweight champion. He's not. He lost. My brother just said that. Yeah, he lost. The other guy with the mask, they pushing him. He's oh, the Mexican dude? Oh, I don't really like him like that either. Yeah, so, I, 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 mean, I mean, they don't have much of a cruiserweight division to start with. Which I so, don't understand why they still have... I get why they have the title, but then I don't because... So, but but you, need, you need Drake as being one of the top got a star there. It, it, it's you kind of need homeboy. Drake Maverick is money. Like don't 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 let um yeah. don't let him fool you. Like he to no, me no, I, he, that ending term is. of Dixie that wouldn't have survived without him and EC3. Period. So no, he's just, money. But I'm not gonna sit here and be like I mm, that was mm, that was a word yeah. to me. But I, anyway, so we, we end soon, so. Mr. Black, yes, Mr. Black, real quick, what are three things this week in wrestling that really just wooed you? I gotta say, everybody backlash against Matt Hardy incident too, because I was on behind the barricade and they were just making like, oh, it's tasteless, blah 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 blah. blah. You know, Ronnie said that you don't know if he approves it or not, blah blah blah. blah. And overall, this is how I see it. Stop picking and choosing what you want to make a big deal about. Because if if this was an actor and who he played a role of an alcoholic, he's so brave, he's doing this, and I can say, oh my God, I just want to show that I could do it and like show my resistance against it. Everybody clap for him and they give him a reward for that. You wow. know what's funny? I don't mean to cut you off, but you know what's so funny though? No one gave shit to, no one really, really gave shit to Rikishi when he tried to attempt a man, when he tried to attempt a manslaughter to Austin though. Nobody. 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 Like that shit, that shit kills me to this day. Even though niggas was looking at him like, really? You did it? Nobody. Oh, or, but you did it. You did it so that your cousin could benefit from it. Oh, it's okay. Exactly. It's fine. And nobody what? made a big deal that you ran him over. It's tossing people off the roof. Oh, oh, off a third, fourth story. <laughs> and nobody makes a big deal about that. It's tasteless. I'm looking like this way, right? How about Baron Corbin pushing fucking Elias off? That was that was. But that's okay tasteless. though, right? That's, <laughs> that's, that's okay, though, right? But then Jeff Hardy, like this is this is how you tell a compelling story because Jeff Hardy chilling there, he comes back, right? He gets life together once again. Somebody always pushing him down. Somebody's always hating on him. Sheamus been hating on him. This is good to a story. Sheamus been hating on him. Oh, it's Sheamus that did it. Sheamus hating on him this out of third. So what's the perfect way to get my revenge and make it look like it's Jeff Hardy's fault? Boom, you do what you do. This is a great storyline. Now, if this was put on a show like Love and Hip Hop and stuff like that, everybody would be like, oh, man, this is a great storyline. Stop picking and choosing me. Um, stop picking and choosing entertainment you can fuss about. Because wrestling is entertainment at the end of the day. And everybody, like, I ain't gonna fuck behind it. Everybody's like, Everybody like everybody like call like an old addict when I said that. I said like stop it if you get entertainment. And everybody was just like, all right, show's over. I'm looking like, all right, guys, I'll see you guys later. Cause oh well, you might drop, you might drop. Oh fucking well, that's just what it is. It's the biggest picture. It's like, like Robert Downey Jr. Right? Like if he does like him going to prison, you won't say, oh that's just tasteless. Because he went to jail before. Da 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 da. 
No, you said, oh man, like he he has, he has an epic insight because he's been in jail before. So I know this all going to be good. Stop picking and choosing what you want to fuss about. That's gotcha. the same exact thing how I see it. People so don't keep the same thing, energy. Second thing. Second thing, second thing of all is, oh man, just like um, how the way they, how Raw has been doing in the past couple of weeks, like it's been great. Great pace. And I just feel like it's been good to me. You know, I feel like Raw is a must see. Even though I never watched the whole three hours, but who does? You feel me? Who does? No one does no more. Um, um, I'll be tired from work. I'll be mad tired from work. And it was great. Um, AEW, shout out to Jericho of not being afraid, being what he wanted people in WCW to, to do for him back in the day. And he's becoming that mentor to live wrestlers today. And Jericho is key to AEW's growth because He's been around a business. He's been to ECW. He's been to WWE. He's been to WCW. He's been to so many different phases of wrestling. And, like, he's just a guy that you need him there. Yes, some people make a big deal about it's all lives matter, this, that, and third. But I see it this way. This, this only thing that stood out to me is just, like, Jericho seeing the next uh, – Jericho seeing what's next after this. Like, yes, he understands that. People want – he understands that, y'all understand this, but – I kind of get what Jericho's saying, like, all lives matter because at the end of the day, we're human first. Edge on second. Wasn't it him saying that was kind of wrong, but he went out and explained something. He did donate it to the man's cause. A lot of people that who said Black Lives Matter, they didn't donate. And the reason why I couldn't get, go against Jericho or cancel him or ignore him, because the work that he does with everybody of all races. I'm not you know, canceling the GOAT. I'm, I'm not going to cancel him ever because think about it. Shelton Benjamin. That match, he had to get, like, he had to get Shelton Benjamin a good match. He didn't. The amount of people he allowed on the show, the voices to express himself after release. Shout out to him. The fact that he worked with this whole crew, two of people that he may not, like, he didn't grow up with. You know, um, Santana and Ortiz from the Bronx. You know, the Spanish guy, you guys got Hager. Like, he does so much for the ecosystem of wrestling. Him just saying that, I just didn't agree with him as far as that. Doesn't mean I'm gonna cancel it. And one thing I hope people take um, take out of this, where take out of the court or whatever is, yo, have conversation with people. Don't be so quick to cancel somebody because you don't agree with one thing, one thing only. Like, and you're not always gonna agree with everything. Thank you. Thank you're you. Not. Like, for example, the most infamous running gag on this show is Janelle feels that Dave O'Brien whole neck thing, thing and head thing. It was a work. I think it wasn't. I don't hate her for thinking like that, but we just disagree on that one topic. So, if you want to cancel Jericho, be my guest. But if that's the case, some of y'all still root for Hogan. Some right. You got, oh my God, you got time. I know tons Hogan. of niggas that grew up in the 80s and be like, that's who I, that's who I grew up with, that, that eat my vitamins type of shit. Fuck that. Well, 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 the thing is, the thing is with, with Jericho, before we get before we, we get into the um, predictions, Jericho has to know better. You have, you, have, you have two guys on your squad that are borderline Afro-Latina. But you look, they're, they're No, wait, 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 wait. You need to learn, you need to do better. Your platform is way too big for you to do stuff like that. 
And granted, you made a mistake, and I understand what you were trying to say, but it's not about that right now. And, and you have to you have to separate yourself from what you what are you making things about, and that's in the bigger picture of the situation. He fucked up, and he knows he fucked up. But he has to. But he has to continue to learn about what the true what the true issue is. That's what it is. He's not from this country. He's Canadian. They they think a little bit. Oh, they think and they do no. different. So, but he has to do better because his platform is way too big. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. You can't be reckless with a platform. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then your heart may be one thing. But when you say that and people in your platform hear it, their heart may be something maybe completely different from you and maybe filled with hate. So he was just irresponsible for a moment because um proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz, they're Puerto Rican dudes, and they're not like some white looking Puerto Rican dudes. They're like they're like borderline brothers. They're not whole ass wrong. Whole ass wrong. Nappy as fuck. He has to be a little bit more responsible with his platform. That's all I was saying. You made a mistake. You were like, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And and do some cash at the situation. All right, cool. Let's start doing some research. Start learning. But I say another thing different. Like, the other side of the token, the guy from the Forgotten Son. Whoa. That person, I I, I like, like, I like, um, I like you were canceled, but honestly, that man is racist. Like the fact that you saw a picture of oh, he's a whole ass racist. Yeah, he is a whole ass racist. There's no conversation about that. Like what? Like he's a racist. That alone, he is a racist. And I'm tight because I actually like the little stable they got, low key. Son, son. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, first of all, I was like, y'all, yo, first of all, y'all was in NXT, low key killing it, but then there were other tag teams. And cool, and you came up like we are not forgotten and blase, blase, blase. Then you Boy. bitches got, then you bitches got called up, and you was out here going against New Day for the titles, my like my Black God, people. you Black were people. my God, Black you guys, me. you guys are about to get the push of a lifetime, and the push. my man the push. fucked it up. He fucked it all the way up. But but but, but this but, but this but this is what I'm saying though is two so well. Yeah, you're at a time where things are changing. And let's say, for instance, I'm I'm a switch, I'm a switch, I'm a switch it all up right now. And this was White Lives Matter, and, <laughs> and black people were the ones who were being right, you know, you know, we control the claimer, the people that want to pick and choose the stuff he says. He's making a scenario. A scenario, like, y'all. A scenario. A, thank you, thank you. Because they're going to cut this up. It's like, oh, it's a whole ass racist. No. Stop this all hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then, scenario. The, the, you know, white people are like, yo, we, we, need, we need basic human rights. We're not getting them. And let's say all of us who are still black were like, yo, I, I've never been white. I don't know what y'all going through. I don't know what y'all going through. So can you explain it to me? And that's where I feel where you're saying shit because Jericho's wrong for that. Drew Brees is wrong for that. But this nigga's saying a whole... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. This motherfucker's saying a whole whole other shit where you're literally 
The cracker. See, 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 he said that if you saw 12 years of slaves, you should be happy now because life is better. Devil. That's what the devil what? said. What? 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 I should, my life is better because of a movie? No, no. He was saying that you used to be a slave, but now you're not a slave, so you should be happy. Nah. Nah. No. Nah. So that's, now, not how this, that's not how this works. You don't under you obviously don't understand. You obviously don't devil, get it. He, he's devil. Shit is crazy. You um, obviously don't you obviously don't, obviously don't get it. And long story short, he needs to shut the fuck up. And number two, your sister is a whole ass black woman. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Educate me, sir, whoa. What? Hold on, hold on. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah he got, he oh, got family God. members that's black. Wait, my bad. Uh, you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, my bad, my, my, my headphones are acting up. So, his, his, I guess his, he has a, he has a, he has a half sister, and she's black. Like, I, I don't know if nah. his mom or dad, whatever, nah. is... Nah, nah, nah. He had that interracial something when he was young. That means that somebody taught him that, and he never unlearned himself. But racism is, is a taught thing anyway, period. It, 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 it is, is a taught that, thing. So, so th there's a bigger issue here. There's a much bigger issue here. And the bigger issue is wrestling is about giving your body to your opponent. That's what it is. When somebody's in the ring with you, you are responsible for that person and vice versa. So if I get into a ring with an absolute racist, give or take, there might be that one day he's like, yo, I, fuck niggers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give a fuck about this dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be stiff as hell and hurt this guy. And that's reckless as fuck. That's one. Number two is when you have that racism within a community like that, which is wrestling, and the booker makes the real decisions, you could have a wrestler who is black, and you're like, I don't want to push him. And he could have all the talent in the world, and he could be the face of your company, but because of your racist, ignorant mind, you, you don't see that. Exactly. So... Fuck this guy. <laughs> oh damn. And he I was does, really I was rooting for them too. No, Shit. I'm just saying because I was a fan. I like I like the I look. was with the like, shit. I like the look. I like how I they promote. I was ready. I love tag team wrestling. Like I love a lot of people. Like I saw that with my brother. Like I joined them. They're good. They function well together. They have great chemistry. Next man up, another more opportunity. I didn't see color. Like I'm not trying to be like I just saw next man up. More entertainment, more people to do they can take down. It'll be a great tag because when it when all came in the ring, like this tag team division is really shaping up, really right? Is. For on uh, SmackDown, I was excited. Really I was like, Oh, shit. I was like, John Morrison, the Forgotten Son. Um, you had Cesaro, bum ass Lucha House Party, hey, Lucha House Party is good for taking pins. So <laughs> now they drop guys, anyway. So, um uh, Mr. Black, um, one last thing this week in wrestling so I can go and then we can do our predictions real quick and then head out. Um, shout out to Big Swole. Shout out to her. Yes, like, sis. 
honestly, like keep going, guys. I get my pants. I'm not being like Just you know biased. Like like um like uh, I'm not being biased. You but, can though. Nah, I'm being biased. Like shout to her for wearing a Jabba Tears shirt and like her um a dark interview, whatever was great. But like honestly, this week made me realize I always knew she was good, but like yo. Big Swole have opportunity to be the face of that division. Because Big Swole is, has it in the ring. Like, she has charisma. You believe her. In not the ring, where she speaks, where she carries herself. And even though her personally talks outside of the ring, she's the type of woman that wants to be a face because she carries herself very well. I'm not knocking no one else on the division. I'm not knocking no one else. So let's make this very clear. Every woman on the division is very talented. They bring their own uniqueness. To the division, but to me, this is Big Swole is money. Like, like, like something about her. Like, I, I can't explain it, but like, she's a total passion. You know, she's not a talk to people. She's not be friendly. She's one person you want to be the face of the division. And how being a black woman, at to me, that's money right there. And that's my positive. That's positive because like I'm looking forward to seeing more matches because Big Swole got better in the ring too. Like this role, her timing up, everything just like this time off. It was like a well seasoned, you know, um, curry goat. Like, ooh, perfect. I like curry. Um, real quick, my three, and then we'll do the predictions, and then we'll be out. Um, definitely the um the um I was I was saying top guys out. Um. Uh, the the revival, but not the revival. Um, <laughs> um, their promo with Tony Schiavone on uh, AEW was really good. Big big status. Um, I think I I think that was kind of like, and that was one of the first times like I really like sat and listened to what they said, and I was just like, sign so me up, I'm here for it. It was, yeah, no, it actually really was. So that one, um. Just NXT as a whole, the promo leading up to the promo with about Cole versus Dream. Um, fire talk so first. Yeah, that reminds me like when we first was recording, when we were we used to record. Mm hmm. And the fire trucks would be in the background all the time. And people used to hate it, but it was the funniest thing. Um, so yeah, at the Adam Cole, um, Velvet Dream package on NXT, fabulous. Because it shows two, it showed two different Got styles. It, it showed uh, what? Why is everything about your dick? I don't want to hear about your dick. Um, and then uh, my last this week, um, it I actually outside of the dumbass table spot and outside Cody fucking bleeding. I actually enjoyed the match between Cody, Cody and Jungle fireworks. Boy. It fucking fireworks at the end. Just so fucking extra. <laughs> but I actually I actually liked I liked the match. I actually was invested. I actually watched it. Like, he's the I, future. Jungle Boy. He's like I really enjoyed he's definitely the future. He's Jungle definitely Boy the future. and Cody. And I really think even though Cody you know Cody won, Jungle Boy definitely came out of there looking very different and strong. So I actually really like that. And then also as a little smidge bonus, because you were talking about um Swole, who's big sis, and I love her to death. But the the I like the storytelling they doing with her and Britt. 
Because if you remember months ago, they was going at it before. So Britt was out here talking about Cedric. And, and Swole ended up talking about Adam on the low. They was going back and forth. And I was like, so when they kind of like, once again, kind of went at each other on AEW, I was like, oh, we, we didn't forget about this. Oh, we, we didn't forget about now. this. Build so now up. I, I, now I got to wait until September when this bitch is cleared. Fall out. That's around the corner. That's around the corner. It is around the corner. I'm excited about it. But all right, this week, once again, NXT TakeOver In Your House, a.k.a. I wish I was there, but I'm not. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet and to the point. So this um, predictions real quick. Um, They have Shotzi. It's a a six-woman tag, which is rare, I feel like, on NXT. On NXT. No, no, no. no, no. And on a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have um, Shotzi, no Blackheart. Um, I don't know if it's no DQ, but you have Shotzi, you have Tegan Knox and Mia Yim versus um, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae. Good style opener. If they open, open up. Good style opener. Well, who do you think's going to win? Guys, come on. Um, I got to go with Mia Yim because, you know. <laughs> I'm mad that was the answer. So, okay, so who do you think's going to win? Um, say the teams again one more time. Shasi Blackheart, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim versus Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae. It's the heel, the heel team, which is the, the Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, and uh, what's the other chick's name? Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, the one you oh. actually should know her name. Huh? So you should know her name. I like she, she, name is, she is a very attractive female. <laughs> She's actually mad. She did. I was watching. She's low key and Nia was her that that she's low key what Nia wishes she could be. Wait, 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 wait. Is that the tall girl? Yes. The Spanish one. I was watching. Um, what was I watching? It was like the NXT like combine. It was on a network. Obviously, Bianca Belair blew all the chicks out the water. (laughs) But the closest one when it came to like the the lifting stuff was, um, Raquel. Raquel. Raquel Gonzalez, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was her that was like next up behind um, Bianca. Like Bianca didn't even want to compete. She was like, oh, I'll come down and work out with y'all. And then Gonzalez was winning at this deadlifting competition. And then and then Bianca was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Oh, I bet. So who do you have, though? No, I, I have after Gonzalez. The Hills. The Hills. Oh, so you have a heel team. Okay. Because um, the reason why I say that is because of what's been going on, and I think they're really trying to build... All three of those women are, are like, somewhat, like, in, on the cusp. Like, Shanti's established. Um, who else was with Shanti? Me and I. And me and Me and T and Nas. Those are all established, like, fa- like faces on the team. Like, having that heel win is such a good look for them. Okay. Um, next Bye, we have Finn Balor versus um I'm always gonna say punishment Martinez. Um Damian Priest. Um it's 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 it, Finn it's gotta not, win, is which I really don't know. Finn has yeah, to win. Yeah, but yeah, but did Finn okay, what's going on? It's like NXT UK still happening. Um, not right now because of what's going on. So I would have said if NXT UK was still going on, 
I would say Finwin because to keep a momentum from him going into right now, it's kind of like he'll need the victory right now. He couldn't. No, but he still can get because I see what you're saying. Him going against Walter, but that you still he can still do that. Yeah, but I feel like he could lose this match and be okay because like one thing that you need heal and Damian Priest like beating a, a well-established person like Finn Balor will get him you know give him like the key victory he needs. Finn could lose this match. He's gonna be okay. So I gotta go with Damian Priest, aka the better Baron Corbin. I'm dead. He got better versions of people. <laughs> so Wilkins, Finn or Damian Priest? Finn, Finn is definitely winning. He came to NXT to be their fucking like face and fucking like godly figure down there. Finn is definitely winning. I think it's my brother is right. Finn should not win. It should be Damian Priest. And then I think they have a pretty cool storyline. I would, but I don't think it's going to be anything but like Finn winning. He's gonna lose because like, um, um, Walter okay. is gonna interfere. Like, um, like that's a good way to keep both men strong. Like interference. I yeah. would be okay with the D, even if it was a DQ. I would be okay with it if it meant no. Finn versus Walter at um, NXT Takeover SummerSlam weekend. If that meant that, then cool. If not, Papa and, Walter? We, and we have Papa. to wait. If this, so, here's the thing: if they don't pull the trigger on Finn versus Walter at SummerSlam weekend, then you're gonna have to wait until October when they do the NXT Takeover in the UK. So that's the only way. Where if Finn lost now, it would be okay. Um. So the next you have once again, I'm gonna say Killer Cross, Karrion Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. Killer Cross. Killer Cross. Killer Cross. What because do you think? You're not so, like, but that's gonna be. Oh, the match! It, it might be the match of the night. It, it's it's Kieran Cross because you need to call him by his new name. Um. <laughs> what does his mother call him? Killer Cross. So I'm gonna call what his mother call him. Killer Cross. That's how I felt. Like, what's like your birth certificate? Killer Cross. But I think it's going to be um, Kieran Cross. It's gonna be him because once again, it's establishing him as. As the as that dude, you can't, yeah, you can't build him up and then have Champa beat him. The fuck, I'm only gonna take that serious. To continue something with Champa, like have him do a couple of more matches and a couple of, and continue oh, yeah. the program. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think that'll be dope. Um, you have for the NXT North American title, you have Keith Lee versus bum ass Johnny Gargano. Stop hating on my man. What the fucking do? I gotta say, my son. Um... Come on, man. You ain't no. First of all, Keith Lee better fucking come on. Come on now. My pop Keith Lee. His name, like, even his name is tough. Keith Lee. But that's how he says it in his theme song. That's how they say it in his theme song. They scream his name in the song. Like, why? I'm laughing because I remember you was playing on your phone. I was like, is that Keith Lee? I was like, yo, Keith Lee sings his theme song. That's the blackest thing you could do. Like, I'm dead. Um, of you course, have, Keith Lee. You have, what do you think, several is real quick, um, Lee or Gargano? Oh, Keith Lee's definitely winning. Um, we, he's, he's keeping a title. Like, Keith Lee's going to have a, a, like a long run. But I think the match is going to be really good. Yes. Because of the size difference and the style difference as well. But also, Keith Lee is super fast. Yeah, so, I was going to say, their style yeah. difference is not too far off from each other. Yeah, so it's going to be a match to watch when, um... When when that when that is on, got you. I'm excited about that, but I love John, Johnny. 
His new thing is um, all heart, no soul. Ooh, bars. Ooh, ooh, bars. Anyway, uh, we have an NXT women's title. We have Charlotte versus Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. What do you guys Rhea, have? Maybe Rhea Ripley. I really want uh, Io to win, but Rhea probably will win, I guess. Because, because this Charlotte experiment is not working. You know what it is, though? It's not working because there's no people. I think that's one of the reasons why it's not working, because there's no people. you have too much show. The like, one, it's the one. And... and it's not working because they put her on Raw and SmackDown yeah, all the fucking much, time. Yeah. She's on TV. Like, oh, she's more. She's she's on TV more than the president of the United States. Yeah, yeah like I don't like that. Like it's not working because they they like they they overexposed you too much. It's too it's much. oversaturated, so it doesn't make yeah, sense anymore. Yeah, I was like, with it, and I actually thought the I thought the idea was dope. And when it had, and they pulled the trigger, I thought it was yeah. dope. But I think you putting her on Raw and I think you putting her on SmackDown just diminishes the actual, her point of having the NXT title. Because for much, that, yeah. it's like, you might as well make her Raw Women's Champion if that was the exactly. case. Like, the fuck is we doing? It's kind of like, it's kind of like how to, when you do sports meat and you keep on taking it out, put it back in the freezer, keep on taking it out, put it back in the freezer. Like, after a while, you don't have that taste no more. I'm dead. That was a good analogy, though. Last but not least, we have the, the return of the backlot brawl. We have Adam Cole, who's been NXT champion for over 365 days. Your longest reigning NXT champion versus Patty no. Pat. I'm telling y'all, if Patty Pat does not win this title. You're right, Yes. We, I'm flipping something. Okay. I say speaking, right? You know who I'm going for. You know, um, Adam Cole. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not going for them. Yeah, I was like, dreams, uh, but getting called up. Let's say this. Let's but say see, this. I don't agree with that because I really, I really enjoy Undisputed Era. So unless you pull up all of them, it's none of them. Let me finish. Let me finish. Like my thing is this way, right? Let's say um Adam Cole wins. What would be reason? Like, what? What's next for him after this? What's next? Well, that's Cole? what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like I'm, I'm like, I'm going for Dungeon Dream, but I also got to look from the other side. If he wins, what's next for him? I mean, if if the whole Walter situation doesn't work, you can pull the trigger on I'm gonna Finn. Say Finn. I'm going to say Finn. Too. Yeah, I'll say Finn. Finn would be the Finn would be the next person I would like. Logically, if you didn't pull the trigger with Walter, would be the next person. Or if you had Gargano take the title from Lee. Then Keith Lee would be the next person I would think of. So yeah, it's either so or. That's why. But I, mean. yeah, I that's hope it. Patrick wins because if Patrick doesn't win, he doesn't Patrick. get another title Patrick. shot. Patrick. Um. Shout to Patrick. But, you know, listen. Shout to Patrick off the block. Patty Pat out here with the rollerblades. I said, oh, "Shit, I I haven't. I can't rollerblades. I need four wheels. <laughs> like, fuck you, mean? I could. But um, um, I could ice skate. Is that the same thing? No, but ice skating is cool. I can't do that, so that's cool. You can't do it? No. I'm not busting my ass. So that's not happening. I had a really bad experience as a kid and almost like I think cut my toe with an ice ice skating blade. So I actually You was playing with it, right? No, like I was trying to put it on. Yeah. Wild. I'm traumatized well, for life. Well, it's okay. Story. No, it was a school trip. We went to Chelsea Pierce. Real quick, went to Chelsea Pierce. I was in elementary school. And I was putting on, I was trying to put on the skate, but then the skate, I guess I have, I had it so close to my foot, my other foot, 
like trying to put it on, it sl- it slit it slit the socks that I had on. So after that, I was like, oh, I'm never ice skating again. Right, I'm done. Okay. okay. Well, that's story just fun time. time. That's story time with Janelle. That we should do that. That should be a weekly show. Like I got tons of stories, well, and not oh, only God. about me. Anyway, any last word before we do say our farewells? Nah, um, good. All right. Nah. Well, you be safe. Oh, shout out to uh, head chokes. I was in a show last week. We talked about the, the, the best top five heels. Um, this week, we're also going to be on our collective group. Hopefully, it's going to be another crossover episode. Finally, we have the team. Yeah, I've like never Voltron. been on them. So I think it'll be really cool if we all do it. Um, yeah. What should we call it? Next week, we will give our backlash because it's back to back. So our backlash predictions will be next back week. Back to back. Um, but anyways, you guys have a good week. Um, you be safe. Everybody that's listening and watching wherever city you're from, be safe, be smart. Um, and you know, once again, support the cause, you know, don't, and at the end of the day, educate, educate those that you feel like don't know. Cause if you, what you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. So it's important to educate everybody on different things. But once again, um, everyone be safe, be well, NXT take over. Um, in your houses this weekend on the WWE Network, so make sure to tune in. Um, hashtag Black Excellence, because that's what we always are about, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Hashtag Black Excellence, hashtag we are out. I was open, got the hands in motion. If you go with rolling, no need to focus. Traveling states and over oceans. You gotta wait till your coast chosen. Trying to have lines outside the show, like every part of releases that bonds and over. 